Hello and welcome to the Ski Racing Podcast with me, Ed Drake. Joining me again this week is Ben Clark and Paul Telling to discuss the upcoming slalom this weekend in Levy, Finland. High up in the Arctic Circle, this event will see both men and women competing on the same piece for the second World Cup in succession. Women will get us underway on Saturday, followed by the men on Sunday. But can we see anyone taking the slalom win away from Schifrin? Well, you think no. You have this idea in your head that Schifrin is... Uh, almost unbeatable. Yeah, almost unbeatable, but... <clears throat> Last year, Wuhova took it from her. I mean, Wuhova, uh, I think, was about 1,500s behind Schiff from the first run. Ended up pipping her for the win. So there's a few of the few of the girls up there holding her as well. You wouldn't like to bet against uh, Frieda Hans' daughter either. So while the the safe money, I'd say, is on is on Schifrin in pretty much any event that she chooses to race in, such as her, is her talent, realistically, when you look at the field and with it being the first slalom of the season and you don't really know how guys have shaped up over the summer... It could uh, it could be one of a few skiers. Yeah, and this piece isn't necessarily the most tricky on the circuit, is it? The f- opening segment is again quite flat, a little bit rollers, a couple of sharper rolls, and there's a short steep pitch again, then into a nice and flat finish. So you're going to see some of the stronger ladies coming through and pushing and really taking this fight to the whip for the win. I think a lot of the challenges come from the the setters on this hill the the hill itself to ski down wouldn't be challenging for most people but every now and then you see the the course setters uh put in a little something to to try and throw the racers off and you'll see some a few people over going over the rolls getting a bit of air and if you put in a a tight section after one of those rolls you can see people lose a lot of time yeah. because it, it is one of those pieces where if you do make a mistake uh you're losing a lot of time yeah i think it is because of the piece is a little bit easier you do tend to get the coaches thinking that, right, this is a great chance to try and catch people out or trying to favour your athlete by setting in a certain way because of the piste. Yeah, I think so. Certainly, when you look at some of the other pieces on the Women's World Cup for the slalom, they really suit the technical skiers like Schifrin. Um, and when you look at this piste where where it's flatter, where the snow is always you know, slick, hard ice, it's November, you've not got so much of that natural, nice, grippy winter snow yet. It's either man-made or it's, you know, it's compact, frozen, slick ice. Girls that are willing to, to get it up on edge and, and, and really drive the ski hard with a lot of power do better there. And so as a result, some of the course setting sometimes uh, picks up a bit more rebound from the mm. ski than 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 you'd otherwise see, and it's not so not so flowy and more more about who's willing to put the hammer down. And uh, I think that's maybe why maybe why someone like Volhova could could give Schifrin a run. Yeah, for I mean she's certainly you certainly got people like Holdner. She finished third in the standings in slalom last year, so she's going to be there or thereabouts. Frida Hansdotter coming uh, fourth last season, and you got Nina Loseth who showed some great form hit and miss last season but again mixing up she took the win in the city event uh, but she's coming back from a knee niggle so she's going to be trying to put one over on the other girls as well so it's going to be I think it could be I could be tight I think it's gonna be tighter than people anticipate like you say because of the conditions but I think I still can't look past Schifrin I think I think she's just got that confidence that comes with dominating so many slalom races last year but like you say Paul this one wasn't her bag last year no I mean she wasn't as dominant there last year as she has been and like we touched on in 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 last week's podcast she has been doing more uh, speed over the over the summer months she's been skiing a lot more downhill a lot more super g bit of gs in the couple of months that we were down in Chile while she was there I think we probably saw her skiing one or two days of slalom now, that's not to say she's going to have lost that touch that she's mm. got, but certainly it hasn't been her main focus. 
uh, through the summer training months and I, I wonder how that's going to affect her form or even her confidence coming in to, to really send it because it is a piece that you've got to be willing to, to send it on. As well, we spoke about in the last podcast, uh, it's time for the Austrian women to, to step up. It's been a while since they've really performed. So obviously in this, they, they do have slightly more slalom specialists or people that are more associated with their slalom skills. Uh, so Bernadette Shield, you expect a bit more of. And as well, Stephanie Brunner again. So there's there's a chance that the Austrians could put a surprise in. And it's, it's a bit worrying that it's got to the point that it is a surprise yeah. that the Austrian ladies might, might get a podium. Who would have thunk it? A surprise <laughs> Austrian win it's on the women's side or the men's side. But yeah, you're, you're dead right. Again, it's, it plays into the hands a little bit with Bernadette Shield. But we haven't really seen, again, the dominance from the Austrian women. And I think it's something that the press are going to be crying out for, like you said last week, Paul. <laughs> the Austrian press will be hungry for podiums. Then they're not just talking third place podiums. No, they're talking no, no. Top step. Yeah, I think that that's a, like you said, that's a that's a funny thing when you can look at people like Bernadette Shield, Katarina Troop. You got Ricarda Hasser that will be up there, Linsberger. You know, but there's enough volume of people. But are volume. any of these guys gonna? No, you're gonna, looking for top yeah, tens. Exactly. Of these guys. Are any of these guys gonna gonna go in there and put half a second on Schifrin or Volhova or Holdner? Like, nah, exactly. I, I can't see any of these these Austrian girls going in there and really really mixing it up. It would be it would be a big surprise to see one of those girls that we just talked Sounds about crazy. on the on the top step. And for the Austrians, they can't be they can't be happy with that. Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't look like we're going to have any British representation this No, I, th- race. I think that um, Charlie Guest, who is obviously part of the British team in uh, the last Olympics Pyeongchang. Um, in Pyeongchang, uh, she has got a reoccurrence of a back injury. And so as far as I'm aware, she's, she's not going to be at this race. She's been undergoing rehab and is, is aiming to be back on snow at the start of uh Start of November, first second weeks of November, and we'll be we'll be back on skis, but not necessarily ready to to head up to Levy. Um, so I think it's probably just going to be the the British men that we're going to be seeing over the weekend. Yeah, and Alex Tilly not going to chuck the slalom skis on for this one. I think she's going to be more looking towards um, Killington. Killington for the, for the next ladies' races. Yeah. Right. Let's let's uh, start looking at Sunday's event. Let's start looking at the men's race. Arguably one of the most uh, eagerly anticipated slaloms for yeah. any British <laughs> interest. After I, I, I think that everyone's year. everyone's interest is is peaked for two reasons. One, obviously, we lost Solden a couple of weeks ago, so we haven't seen any of the men race yet. So everyone's super excited to see what the men have got in the tank. And then, obviously, we've got our own Dave Riding, who, as we saw last year, is capable of of winning runs. Uh, up there and, and potentially of winning races if he's able to stand his feet this year. So I think the Brits are excited to see what Dave can do. Uh, the Brits are excited because we've got a second starter in the World Cup for the first time in, in God knows how many years with Laurie Taylor starting for, for Great Britain as well. And then it's the first time we're going to get to see the men. So for me, I'm, I can't wait Ready for Sunday. I'm, I cannot wait, counting down the days. I just can't wait to see what Manuel Fela's got in store. Yeah. As I said, on the, one of the first podcasts, he is absolutely box office. He, it just makes every run exciting to watch. Uh, and he's definitely going to be one, one to watch out for. I think it's a, it's a great piece to showcase uh, slalom skiing for the men. It's it's one of the most open. It's available to everybody. The piece stays good from the very first guy to the very last guy. That's it's incredible condition. So you, we should see some guys 
coming in from the back, like you said, Paul, you came up with a stat about being the closest from first to thirtieth. Yeah, I think I think last year there was there was one point six, one point seven seconds between first place and thirtieth place or thirty first place after the first run. So it's it's so close in there. The guys know if they don't attack, they're going to drop out of that thirty. If you attack and you make a mistake, you're going to drop out of that thirty. So everyone is having to go absolutely full gas, but also fighting every single turn, trying to do everything that they can to to keep it mistake-free. Um, it makes hugely exciting ski racing. It's oh, what yeah. you want to see in ski racing. Yeah, you don't yeah, want yeah. to see guys skiing conservatively, skiing to finish. You want to see guys going out the gate, attacking from start to finish. And uh, like you said, with, with the piece that holds up as well as Levy Black does, yeah, it means everyone can go go full charge. With uh, Without making this a, a Dave Riding cheerleading podcast... I think not, we are not the only ones that are looking forward to seeing just where Dave's at. I think his performances over the last couple of seasons have meant that the world of, of alpine ski racing is looking to see where Dave is. And based on his performances last year, I think everybody's going to be taking note of exactly where he's at uh, coming in this upcoming season. It suits This piece suits him down to the ground, doesn't it, Ben? Yeah, I think... You know, he got his respect a couple of seasons ago from uh, the other guys at the top of the World Cup tour. And since then, you've heard them talk about him in, in interviews. And they, by no means that they brush him off. They, they know he's there. They know he's fast enough to beat them on his on uh, when he has his best runs. Uh, and I think he showed that on the first run last year. I'm just going to have everything crossed and make sure he, yeah. he gives it everything this, this weekend and, and hopefully delivers again because we, we all know he's got it in him. We've all watched him race from quite a young age, so I just can't can't wait for the season to get going now. And something else, this season we're going to have a, a fit and ready-to-go Hirscher, unlike last year when he was recovering from his broken ankle, uh, and we're going to have a fit and healthy Felix Neureuter coming back after his knee injury. So yeah. those guys are going to be chomping at the bit for Felix to go, I can deliver this again. It wasn't about... Dave not finishing for me to take that win and for here sure it's going to be going from well I'm obviously not a 17th place here but it's for him to go right here we go this is going to start off my campaign and I'm going for more globes well, well I mean Hirscher arguably the best ever with seven overall World Cup titles in a row and then you've got Neureiter like you said who won last year who's fresh back from injury who, who's, who's going to want to go you've got Fella that Ben touched on that is a a super exciting up and coming. It's hard to believe the guy's born in 1995. You know, he's, he's 23 years old. You've got Dave that we're, that we're talking about. Christofferson, you know, we've not even mentioned there, who last year had a hard time perhaps in Hirsch's shadow. Um, and we saw maybe that affected him mentally. But you know that he will have just gone away and just work and work and work all summer. And there's no way that you can you can forget about him. There's five, six, seven, eight skiers on a piece that's going to produce that close racing who, who are all going to be backing themselves, all going to be going for that win, all going to be going full charge. Like It's, it's going to be an absolute spectacle to, to watch. And you just got to hope that there's no issues with the weather, there's no issues external issues that affect it and we can just see some great racing and so we we talked about earlier with Laurie Taylor what a great opportunity for him with Levy he's been skiing great all summer spent hours and hours skiing with Dave and Sasfay yeah. and just and coming on strength to strength so another great platform for him to come and and really make a mark and get himself into that top 30 and hopefully being able to establish himself but great starting point for him to be able well, to put that in the I, I think that we, we were discussing earlier even the guys starting outside the top 30 on the first run have still got a platform to do something. Now, Levy is the kind of piece that suits Laurie, just like Dave. He's from a dry slope background. The same mentality as Dave, very hardworking. He's followed the same program. They've been in a team together with uh, with Tristan and Jai all summer. Wittenberg, Sasfe, 
working on on very firm snow, hard snow, and you, you've got to think that all of that experience that Laurie's going to have taken from Dave oh, in the last six months, it's it's going to put him in a position where if he's starting around bib forty, there's absolutely no reason why he can't put it into yeah, the thirty right. as well. It's you know it could be it could be a fantastic weekend for not just for the World Cup, but also for the Brits. Well, Michael Matt, I haven't even said his name yet. Michael was, Matt, was, very true. You know, <laughs> Michael his, Matt, his his uh, you know was a really consistent performer last year. He came away with a with a medal from the Olympics, uh, and yeah, he's he's just hundred percent right. I almost double took Michael Matt when you said that. I well, think... I mean, there's so many guys like we didn't mention. Daniel took some podiums last yeah. year. Luca Ernie took some podiums last year. Roman Zenhausen. <laughs> yeah, Zenhausen. Uh, Matthias Hagen was third in, in last year's Levy oh, race. There's, so uh, you many know, there's guys. ten, so fifteen close. guys that that we could we could talk about. But you're right about. about Michael Matt though. He was so consistent all winter long last year. And you talk about Christopherson and Hirscher, but Michael Matt was just as you know, he was there a tenth off. It was really those three guys. All season long, rather it wasn't the two guys of Hirscher and Christofferson. It was the three, but every single race, Michael Matt was the third of those three. But it was still within tenths. He still skied amazingly well, and I'll be really interested to see if he can step up and he can make those changes and and, and try and announce himself as you know the guy to beat. I mean, he's he was had a brilliant season last year. I really enjoyed watching him ski. Uh, and, and for everything that Feller is with limbs flying everywhere and anything can happen at any moment, Michael Matt was, was just so much more solid over yeah, his skis. Yeah, the polar opposite. Uh, uh, but definitely not boring to watch either. No. I mean, it was one of the things that was always levelled at, at Benny Reich in, in his prime was he was a bit boring to watch because he was he was so consistent. But you, you don't get that with Michael Matt. You do see shades of his of his big brother in there as well. Uh, when he gets his when he gets quite low occasionally, but uh, he's he's a great guy to watch, and uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a great race. It's funny how uh, we're talking about there the Austrian women really struggling to have that name, and then you look in the men's Hirscher, Feller, Matt, Marco Schwartz, De Gruber, De Gruber really any of those guys can be on a podium. Yeah. Um, and you think about what's happened with the Austrian women across well what we've seen so far, GS and slalom, and you compare that to what you're seeing with the Austrian men. Is a real, um, the real difference there between oh, yeah. the genders. Uh, I wonder if that's because the other nations are particularly stronger, or if that's something that the Austrians that's are struggling really with. Really tricky. I'm sure that I'm sure they've uh, not figured it out yet either. As otherwise, I'm sure they'd be. They've certainly got the talent pool and, and the resources to create champions, as we've seen. But I, I guess they're just missing a few ingredients, or, or maybe took yeah. their foot off the gas with having so many for so long, yeah. and now not quite getting there. I think similarly uh, in, in the men's, in the tech disciplines behind Alexi Pantero the, the French have been struggling a bit for people as well. <laughs> oh, apart from the Clement Noel. Clement Noel won World Juniors last year, just destroyed the field. Interestingly enough, he's the only other guy who's going to be on um, on Dina Star alongside Dave. Obviously Dave switched to Dina Star this summer. He's been so new, well last year. Star what ski. a breath of fresh well, air after, he was. After winning World Juniors when he, when he raced at World Cup Finals I thought his skiing at World Cup Finals was exceptional as well. So he's we we saw flashes of it, didn't we, early season, and then didn't quite, and and then every single race he became more and more consistent, hit the games, and he looked like he'd been been there for the last five years. Yeah, finally someone for JB Grange to hand the slalom torch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. He's not going to have to go until he's forty. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, so last year Pantro struggled a bit in slalom, didn't he? I think there was there was some talk of some equipment issues, but. 
the previous seasons he'd been that guy that was right up with uh, Hersher and Christofferson in the tech disciplines and then last year just nothing really came together for him all year so it'll be good to see if he can you know find some form early season like you said the, the piece it's not the hardest but it will be punishing if he doesn't get it right so let's talk winners Paul you can get us underway first uh, uh, pick us a winner <laughs> on the women's side so on the women's side I think I'm gonna go I'm not gonna play it safe on the okay. women's on the women's side, I'm going to go for Wendy Holdner. Oh, okay. Like it. Like it. Ben? I'm going to say Bernadette Shield's going to get the Austrians out of her. Oh, really? That's ambitious. I think that's ambitious. That, yeah. <laughs> I think that's, a, uh, unfortunately, well, maybe I'll be wrong again, but I think that's, <laughs> I think that's a long shot. Uh, I am going to go Hans Dotter, I think. Oh, yeah? So no yeah. one's back in Schifrin. Well, I win. think it's a bit, you know, we've just talked about how boring <laughs> that would be. So. <laughs> all, shot, all shot away from the favourites. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll stick clear with the favourites. Um, right, men. Paul. Oh, for, the, for the men, I'm... Um, for the men, I'm torn. Uh, all last season, every World Cup race last season, I um I put a little bit of cash on Dave, and he he paid me back with nothing. So whilst, <laughs> so, so whilst what you're I'm, saying is he owes you. <laughs> he owes me. Whilst I'd like to bet big on Dave, I'm gonna go safe with Hirscher. I just can't. I just can't look past him. Uh, whilst I think that Dave Dave could do it, and whilst I think Christofferson could do it, um, if I was pushed right now to make a bet, I'd I'd go with Hirscher. Okay, Ben. I'm going to stick with the Austrians and say, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. just, just because I've talked up just how uh, incredibly exciting he is to watch. His actual chances of winning probably aren't that great, but he's, he's, he's definitely good. He's, he's, <laughs> for a wow factor, you're going to wow stick factor, with him. Stick Ooh, with what him, about yeah. you? Obviously, you, you're on the, on the British team for a few years with Dave, close friend, obviously. You've, surely you've got to back Dave. I've got to back Dave. But... If I was, <laughs> if, if let's say, let's say I am back in Dave, and I think Dave's going to win. But if I was going to say that somebody else is going to win apart from Dave, uh, I'm going to back Zenhausen. Really? Yeah, because I, I, he skied incredibly well last year, and I think those rolls is quite rolly there, and I just think he's got great touch on the skis, good release across that bottom flat. It may be a little bit of an outsider, a... but I think I, I quite like that call. But I'm I am gonna stick my neck out and say Dave for a podium. Okay. Because I, I think obviously think gonna... obviously we are all on record as saying we all think Dave is gonna win. Yeah. But <laughs> if he were to fall on his hip again like last year and break the nation's hearts, again. then we would go for Hirscher, Zenhausen and Feller. Yeah. I think yeah. that's I think that's, that's fair. Yeah. I think that's that's pretty fair. Um, and that's all we've got time for for this episode. Thanks again to my guests, Ben Clark and Paul Telling. Uh, the next episode, we'll be chatting downhill and Super G for the men as the speed skiers get their season underway in Lake Louise in Canada, while the women will be competing over in Killington in the US, where there's another slalom and GS. Goodbye for now.